Welcome to Free Fall RC Podcast. There's times where I probably thought I was recording and we weren't recording. He's, he's got the GoPro face where he's looking at the camera trying to see if the lights on. <laughs> Are we recording? <laughs> there was the up close of your nose. <laughs> All right, let's get started. Do it. Welcome to another episode of Free Fall RC Podcast. I'm Steve, and here with me is Kevin. Hey, guys. Chris. Hey, hey. How's it going, guys? We got Fred. I'm here. And we got first time on the show, Greg Jackson. Hello. Okay, so this is episode number 72, F3N with Greg Jackson. So first, let's get to know Greg, because uh, I like to get to know Greg. (laughs) Yeah, Uh, maybe. So what, what got you interested in the hobby? All right. So I remember one Christmas years ago, and uh, my wife wanted to find out what to get me for a present. I had no idea, so I just started Google searching as much as I could. Then I remembered as a kid I wanted a uh, RC helicopter. So went online, started doing some research, stumbled upon some videos, and the first videos were cool, but somehow or another, I found XFC. The moment I mm-hmm. saw the coordination with music, I was I was sold from that moment on, especially as a musician. Right, right. Nice. So how long have you been in the hobby? Uh, about six and a half years for helicopters and then other RC things such as cars, everything else, about 30 years. Oh, cool. Wow. Nice. Uh, do you just fly helis or do you also do uh, planes and multi-rotors? Uh, helis only for now. Maybe it's because on the simulator, when I've tried airplanes, I can mm-hmm. fly. I just can't land. <laughs> so helicopters only. Uh, messed around with multi-rotors. Maybe at some point I'll look into that again. But right mm-hmm. now I am completely hooked on helicopters. Nice. Sorry, Fred. You got no one to talk to still. Sorry. sorry. I'll I'll be over here in the corner. Don't mind me. (laughs) I I can wink it for you if you want. (laughs) I will say I I quickly Googled XFC since I wasn't familiar with it. I'm guessing Uh Greg is not a mixed martial artist. (laughs) I'm not that great, Jackson, but I am a martial artist. That is the same part. That's a different XFC. It's not XFC. It's F3N. What? What? Oh my what the heck is it? No, X- XFC is the old uh, American competition he's at for Halloween. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Right. Well, I know who wasn't listening to that part of the conversation. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Let's start over. F3N episode. Yeah. <laughs> F3N is uh, the nation, the like global competition, but we'll get into that. Um, so, what do you do for a living then? For a living, I'm professor of percussion and music composition at Alabama State University. Got into that as a music major for my bachelor's at Austin P in mm-hmm. Tennessee. Then did a theory composition degree at University of Alabama for my master's, then my doctorate in percussion. Um, now, I have so you to- are a doctor. I was like, Dr. Greg Jackson. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm not like Dr. Dre where I'm just taking <laughs> um, Now, I had a different type of interview earlier this morning where I had to be a lot more 
kind of uptight and strict. So mm-hmm. uh, I- I'm trying to make sure that I'm loose for you all. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Go, go, you know, go but, grab yourself a beer. Like, I mean, let loose. It's okay. <laughs> couple shots. Do the show. You'll loosen up after I ask another stupid question. <laughs> <laughs> now, Greg, are you in, uh, you in Montgomery? Yes, sir. Okay, you're not too far from me. I'm down on the uh, Gulf Coast in Florida. Oh, great. You'll have if to you come can... up to some events or I'll come down there. Do you ever go to the beach down this way? We're planning to hit Destin, but... Yeah, you're passing by me then. Now, I've been to Pensacola quite a bit for percussion work, but... Okay. Yeah, we'll try to get to that area of Destin, Panama City, maybe this summer. Nice. Show Fred what, uh, how awesome helicopters can be. <laughs> uh, are you sponsored? Yes. Uh, probably more lucky and companies have been more generous than I truly deserve, but um, sponsored by Synergy RC and Rail Blades. You all had Matt and Amy Bodos on mm-hmm. a few episodes ago. Yep. Um, and also Scorpion Motors. Nice. They've been great. Uh, BK Servos, Bert has been way, way awesome. Just extremely kind with his time and everything else for mm-hmm. somebody where we do not hang out all the time. He has been absolutely phenomenal to me. So I'm loyal and ride and died with him. You know, nice. uh, Pulse Batteries, they've been fantastic. I'm on the MSH Brain uh, Beta team. So we're testing new top secret information, you know? Oh, wow. Uh, <laughs> on the Jetty flight team, also sponsored by <laughs> – this is getting ridiculous. It's one <laughs> thing we see printed, but it's another when you start talking about it. Um, <laughs> right. Sponsored by Canomod and also Oxy slash Lynx. Wow. Nice. So who's your favorite sponsor? Oh, jeez. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, Fred, edit, turn the pot. <laughs> you don't That's have to answer that if you don't want to. <laughs> I would oh, say my sponsors have been fantastic to me. There you go. Politically correct. There you go. <laughs> but I will say I live about 80 miles from Matt Odo, okay. so he's the guy who started everything for me. He was actually my 3D flight instructor. <laughs> Years ago. Oh, wow. Really? Yeah. Nice. And I got to say, can you imagine looking up to someone like that and then buddy boxing and he's telling you what to do? I was shaking. <laughs> yeah. So let's see. What Synergy Hellies do you have in your fleet done? Okay. So I did have a Synergy 766 and mm-hmm. a Synergy E5. I sold those trying to raise funds. For world world championships that will be covered later possibly yep uh, so right now i have a synergy e7 se and some appointed time i will have something else oh boy yep. sounds like a secret that squirrel project. i know <laughs> that's right cannot talk mm. about it right now <laughs> is, is it nitro or is it like yeah it's nitro it's gotta be gotta just go with nitro i know i know nitro's making a comeback no comment. Yes. We got to confirm. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> hey, hey, that was easy. Hey, Greg, Greg, while they're discussing amongst themselves, you said that music got you into the, the hobby with the uh, with the helicopters flying to music. And yes. 
clearly music is part of your 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 living. Do you ever incorporate your own music to your flying? I am doing that now, especially for the competitions. And um, that has been really fun. It, it was challenging last year for the first time, but now it's getting a little bit easier. So um, at some point, once I finish up the semester in a week or two, I'll probably make a recording of some practice flights to the music routine that I'm doing. Now, are you doing it strictly to percussion, or are you bringing in other instruments as well? So, now, this is where it gets tricky. Um, right now, I'm constructing the, the routine pretty much like you see with uh, Global 3D and the other competitions like that. So, there's a mixture of different music, uh, and it's not top secret because, again, it's not like I'm one of the top five or 20 or 50 or <laughs> right 399 somewhere around there maybe matt, matt might say it that's being too uh too, too, generous. too generous yeah exactly but um so right now i'm um, for th- this upcoming routine i'm opening with some portions of the godfather okay well, that would be pretty cool maybe get a nice nickname like that you know uh then the, the dog father. <laughs> no, that's already taken. That's copyright. That's yeah. Snoop. Some people may not even remember that. See, it goes into older song from Pearl Jam. Go okay. small snippet of James Brown, and then it does move into more of a jazz, uh, contemporary jazz type of piece from Pat Metheny called "In the Heat of the Day." That's the longest portion, and get into a little bit of um, Notorious B.I.G. Hypnotize. All right, think, Connor so, McGregor. So you cross right. lots of genres, then. Yeah. Yep. And then I end with uh, Excision. So a lot of fun stuff there. But uh, listening to some recent percussion ensemble pieces, I have heard some things this past week where I could do a routine simply with the one piece. But um, I know my second music routine this past summer in Muncie, because I was not scoring very well, I um, changed the routine the night before, used Shostakovich um, Symphony Number no. 11, and did a portion of that. And did it help? I, I, uh, I got a quick question for you while we're yeah. on the subject. And it's yeah, I'll probably, get back to that question. Yes. Uh, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you. Um, what do you sit – like this is going to be my big question for you is do you sit down first and plan the music or the first and sit down the flight? Like how do you mix the two? Is there uh, – or do you sim to it as you're recording the music or is there – you know, like what's your thought process if you're starting fresh? You're asking the <laughs> question, the – question that I sought after uh, as Nick and Matt at the same time last okay. spring, and they both looked at each other and said, we're still trying to figure out. But, um, <laughs> um, going back to the other thing before I forget, yeah. it might have helped. I know a judge came up and said he absolutely loved the music. I could say names, it's not a problem. That was Tim uh, in the Tennessee area. Um, the scoring, I don't know. 
it, it, it was what it was. Now, <laughs> as far as up with routines, uh, I think the first thing I did was I got a notepad. The notepad on my phone, I would just mm-hmm. write out different maneuvers that I would like to try and then find some music that works. At that point, I'll have to start changing the uh, order of the different moves, figure out what would actually work, and um, just kind of go from there. I would get an idea about what songs I thought would kind of make a point that I'm trying to say. Well, that's cool. Like I said, I, if I had to write down all the moves I could do, I don't think I could last through like 30 seconds of a of song, so I, my routine would be pretty quick. <laughs> hover, hover circles, hover figure eights. Okay, good job. <laughs> Flight's over. Speed run right to left. Speed run. Yeah, left speed run. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Hey, you, you might you might still outscore some people. Never know. That's awesome. That's just scoring. how clean you do it. <laughs> clean it is. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Awesome. Awesome. That that was the problem with my first couple of routines. I threw so much out there. I mean, it was difficult, but. It wasn't as clean as it should have been, especially with nerves and right. outside factors like the music not starting on time. And, you know, also made one mistake since we're talking about competition stuff where I was the very first person to compete at nationals for F3N. I know they mentioned another guy who was in a local contest, but he was the only one there. They still tried to say he's the first. I'm the first one to do the first round at U.S. National F3N. Now, nice. it doesn't mean I'm the best. It just means I was the first. <laughs> and being the first, the reason why I hold dear to that is it was foggy as hell that morning, 8 a.m. I was coming around for one of the set maneuvers. I couldn't see it. Jamie even said, I lost you for a moment. <laughs> so, but... For the freestyle routine, I was feeling pretty good. I was in third place to Nick and Jamie. Fine with that. Nick does his freestyle. I'm watching like a fan. And he crashed after the auto rotation. At that moment, I realized, okay, if he crashed, what if I crash? Oh, no. I thought about the uh, two glitches that I had weeks before this event that cost around $500 for the 766. Mm. And I just had nerves. So now I'm trying to make sure that it's a routine I can fly, whether I'm sleepy, hungry, uh, geeked up, tired, normal, whatever. Right. Nice. What kind of pilot would you describe yourself as? I mean, you're, you're competitive, right? So, I mean, uh, is it just F3N? Do you do, do any like smack t- stuff or big air? Like what kind of pilot would you describe yourself as? I remember when I was doing the 3D class, Todd Bennett's class with Matt. And um, I was trying to do so much. And he was saying what he wanted for me is to be a lot smoother. So obviously I thought, well, I need to be smooth criminal. And um, I got things a lot smoother, which is good. I still like having some power moves, but uh, I still don't really know 
what genre or what specific style I could say that I am. Um, I'm not smack guy because getting low with that much power, I'm just worried about uh, having money come out of the pocket. Um, yeah, I would like to say I'm technical and precision based, but you know, I start thinking about Kyle Dahl and there you go. That goes out the window. So <laughs> yeah, I guess the kind of pilot I am is the, uh, the Greg Jackson pilot. I you either that. like it or you don't. <laughs> <laughs> nice. And many probably don't. What's your favorite move that you do that you're most comfortable with that? Not so much the most technical, just like your favorite. Like when you do it, you're like, yes, I nailed that. Yeah, it brings a smile to your face kind of. Yeah. Move. Like what's the wow one maneuver you can. Yeah. <laughs> uh, right. Okay. I, I guess as far as that favorite and wow, even though I'm still cleaning this up a lot, it's Big Ben or um, some days time machine. I, when I nail that and I stay within a box of maybe five yards or so, keep about the same height, mm-hmm. it's just so fun. And that's what I like working on a lot. Um, used to be Piro flips like everyone else. That seemed mm-hmm. to be the go-to move. Um, but I like I actually like doing funnels a lot, Piro funnels. Those are fun. And uh, – I think those are sort of the favorites that I enjoy because it feels like you have to constantly work on those. It's I'm not sure if anyone can ever just master a specific move yeah. and never have to work on it again. And I think that's what attracts so many people to this side of the hobby. Right. Yeah, definitely. Where's my airplane guy? Who, what, huh, what? <laughs> that part? attracts people to this side hello <laughs> he's, he's in denial it's okay is, is there a new move that you're working on to put into your set, um, routine that you don't do now or is there something that's you know in the back pocket that you're almost got it down or yeah um, trying to think of a couple one is the death spinner that's a set maneuver I want it in the routine but I'm really trying to stick to that, keeping things clean, and if yeah, it keep works, it, you know. yep. yeah. And um, working on um, rolling globes with reversals. There are some days I do it great. Some days where I think, "What the hell was that?" So <laughs> it's it's kind of that uh, trying to get that really nice, clean, and perfect. Now, now, Greg, I have to ask, are you a Spectrum or Tyrannus guy? <laughs> you <just said> <laughs> oh, you really haven't been listening. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, comic relief, right? Am I right or am I right? Awesome. <laughs> that was great. <laughs> Neither one. I am strictly a Jetty guy. Yeah, what, what's that? <laughs> it's an aluminum controller. <laughs> Jetty would be the, well, I, I can't. Make it sound like other companies are less than. So I will just say Jetty is a fantastic piece of equipment that once you hold it, you may wonder what you were doing before. As Arnold would say, it's a man's radio. 
<laughs> hey, Greg, I got a question for you. Yes, sir. When do you practice like in the park? Yeah, you, you know, at a local field somewhere, or where, where do you where do you practice? Like if you're out just fooling around, or you just want to get out for like a couple hours? All right, I have two general locations. Um, in the beginning, I was at a field with other flyers, but I would get in maybe one flight in three hours, and that's great. The socializing is really fun, but on a daily basis, I guess because I'm driven in a different way, I need to focus on getting as much time in before I have to go work and do something else. Uh, so I have a location about two blocks away from me that oh, nice. I can get in some quick flights. Then I have another location near the gym that I go to. So a standard routine, if the weather is decent, I will fly a few packs, go work out while charging. It's uh, outside of a really large church. They have a huge field. Then come back, fly as much as I can until I uh, get brain dead. And at that mm -hmm. moment, I stop, come home, and depending on what else is left in the day, get in some more packs. I the, the only reason I ask is because when you mentioned Big Ben and some of these other moves, I know that they're insane technical moves and if i was to see a guy as i'm driving by doing these crazy moves do you get people that must people must stop and be like oh my god what what are you doing this is insane yes. <laughs> and I, if i if i notice someone is uh watching then i'll change up my flight style i'll not make it quite as aggressive but maybe a little smoother have things where people have a moment to recognize what's happening then all of a sudden it's, you know, something they haven't seen before, then go to something else. That happened today. I had two or three parents stop by. And for me, I feel this is a fantastic way of uh, the movement of keep RC helis alive. Right. Flying at places that there aren't other people. That way, people who are not in the hobby see it and they get interested. And there have been a few people that already, I, I don't want to say I brought in, but uh, gained a strong interest. And it was really exciting to see them with, you know, with a, some actual equipment. Oh, nice. Yeah. Very cool. So I'm curious. You said, you know, you try to get in a couple of flights before your workout and after. And I mean, how many... As, a, as someone who's competing, how many flights do you get in per week? Uh, let's see. During the semester, I'm sorry, I got to do a little math in my head. <laughs> no um, if everything is functioning correctly, which um, that's usually the case, uh, maybe between 20 and 50 average. Uh, once the semester ends coming up soon here. I'll probably get in between 12 and 30 or 40 flights a day. Wow. Um, I had to, yeah, I had to do some adding up to see my typical time for not only flying, but 
strapping it the next pack, maybe letting the motor cool down or flying a different helicopter. Uh, and I had to figure out how many hours that is. And I think I can get in about uh, between 30 and 40 flights per day. And um, then on top of that, I try to get in about 20 to 30 hours on the sound each week. Jeez Louise. Wow. <laughs> Here, here's the thing. You got to understand the first few weeks of finding out that I made this team with mm-hmm. Nick and Jamie, I honestly did not deserve it. There's no way it should have been me. It should have been someone like, I won't say last names, but Ben or Kyle or mm-hmm. uh, Con- well, wait a minute, Colin is uh, from another country. Uh, it should another have been, Kyle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it should have been someone like that, not Greg M. F. Jackson. Um, so, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Doctor. Anyways, but uh, so I remember at Urcha still walking around just having a lot of weight on my shoulders and saying there's no way this should be the case. And I had some great friends like Brian English and Wes, and they, every time they saw me, they would say, oh, here comes Team USA. Oh, boy. (laughs) They would say, look, you have to own it. And I had to talk with, you know, all of my different sponsors and just said, there's no way I should be on this team and the judges were very helpful and they helped me to believe that I could actually help in some minor way or significant way, whatever. But because I wanted to make sure that I would not let Jamie or Nick down, I, uh, I just felt I have to really practice like this. Is, and, and that's, what's been fantastic for me to, improve all my skills because instead of just doing it for fun, it's now I have to make sure I'm helping out everyone else. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. Wow. Now when you practice during a week like that, do you mainly focus with one model? You don't, you don't go through different models, right? You, I mean, I would, I would think you're just concentrate with one or how do you, how do you work that? Sort of. I'll try to go between maybe, uh, Two different sizes. I know some people say that you should only fly that one model to get comfortable, and I believe there's truth to it. But in my line of work, you have to be able to adjust to anything. What if something happens to your model and to still compete, you got to fly something else? You just have to um, be flexible like that. So uh, right now, while I'm waiting for this uh, other thing to come out, <laughs> I am just fine. The E7SE, and uh, it's kind of scary because I realize if something goes on with these nice, pretty days, well, I'm stuck inside. But uh, pretty soon, I'll have something else to uh, share, split the time with. Which, once that thing comes out. I want to get in as many <laughs> flights as possible. And what thing? I must have missed that part. You must have glitched that part. What thing was that again? Oh, the, uh, <laughs> yeah, the... <laughs> what, maybe, uh, 
1100 millimeter blade uh, model, right? No, I have me. But you know, it's not that he requires us to get this many flights in, but I would like to try to get in close to 500 flights on that model before he releases. That way we can see if there's anything that is wearing out prematurely or things like that. He has mm-hmm. uh, other people doing those flights now, guys like Rob Cherry and uh, I don't whoever else he has doing that. And plus, I'm sure at Matt's fantastic place, he probably has a thousand flights on the, uh, yeah. on the by now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He asked me to do some testing on it, but it was going to take me 10 years to do 500 flights. So I guess he, <laughs> <laughs> he decided against it. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> so, so do you have backup models for like your E7 SE? Do you, do you have like a spare, you know, airframe ready to go if you need to, you know, if you crash it during your practice, you know, days? Yeah. I thought about that at a, a few different points. I did have two 700s, but just, I feel like, I mean, obviously failures can happen. But uh, it's been a very, well, it's been quite a while since I made a dumb thumb mistake. Um, sure. Usually if something happens, it's something electrical or something mechanical, just, you know, things give out eventually. But Things wear, um, right? Yeah, yeah. So I know a good friend of mine mentioned the more models you have, the more maintenance. And sure. Yeah, for me, it's kind of tough having a perfectly fresh model there, and it's not flying. Like, if I put money into it, it's going to get used. Okay. Yeah. But but the advice when competing is to have two or three of the same model. I'm just not making that kind of money to uh, to roll with the big dogs like that. <laughs> wow. Cool. Um, all right. So if there's one thing you can tell someone new in the hobby to do or not to do, uh, what would those things be? Uh, I'll say the biggest thing is not to get discouraged. Again, going through not only um, the process or things from this past summer, but the many months leading up to this very moment now, um, uh, I believe that I went through all of this because when you have trials and go through testing, it's to strengthen your character and develop you through perseverance. Um, this has all made me a stronger person. I don't know how much you want to get into some of the details about what's really going on in my life concerning this uh F3N thing, but uh, uh, there's. I mean, this is an open mic for you. You want, you know, you can share whatever you'd like to share. Hey, and the other thing is, it's not like this is my full time job. So, right. Uh, there's not really much politically correct things going on, but uh, <laughs> uh, um, it, it's okay to mention a different podcast. Oh, yeah. Sure. Yeah, Good, good. Just want to make don't sure. listen to that planker. <laughs> Just want to make sure. Uh, we can edit it out. 
<laughs> oh, great. You just put a big beep when I say it. <laughs> <laughs> like you so, curse or something. You know, <laughs> see that on there? RC. Now, um, Smack Talk RC, I think episode seven, I believe. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bobby Watts went into this yes. speech about meeting this guy at the Birmingham event. Luckily, he said I was a really nice guy, not the butthole that <laughs> most people believe I am. <laughs> and he wouldn't mention my name because I believe he was, you know, trying to respect and honor me. Bert kept nudging, <laughs> nudging things <laughs> on. Does he fly for synergy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that yeah, episode. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> now, when he asked, was he doing well? I, I was waiting for Bobby to say, no, he flies like a turd. But <laughs> Bobby, again, was being very nice at that moment. But he mentioned a story because he and I and Kyle had a very real, no-holds-barred talk about what is going on. And I've had that talk with Bert also, and he's been pretty much everyone that I've mentioned this discussion to they had the same response of, I'll just say, WTF, pretty much. Um, I'll, I'll let you all decide if you want to get into it. Maybe, uh, I, I'm sorry, I don't want to say airplane guy. What? What is, uh, what's his name? <laughs> Fred, again? Is Fred. It you, you can call me quadcopter guy. You can call me. I'm just going to say good old Fred, but, you know, <laughs> Fred will probably be the one to ask questions. So what is going on? <laughs> but this whole process of a lot of stress for, I would say, eight months and just every single day trying to figure out what is going to happen, I won't uh, wish that it didn't happen. I, I think it's been great to strengthen me and help me to not you know, get discouraged. So I would say the first thing is if – you end up having crashes or you're not progressing at the speed that you would like, mm-hmm. just realize eventually it will happen. And then practice as much as you can on the sound. There are some people who believe it's a waste of time or it doesn't help. I will say from this past Christmas break where I was putting in ridiculous amount of time, like 10 to 12 hours a day, um, mm-hmm. I improved a lot in a couple of weeks. Um, I hear that one a lot. It's the, um, I'm not progressing fast enough or, you know, to their liking, um, from, you know, from other pilots, listeners and stuff. And I just, I, I, I can't stress the point that like, just, just have fun with it. Keep practicing. You'll get better. And then just push yourself that one move more, you know, every, every time you fly. So that way, you kind of just refine that one move, and then you have another move on your your plate of moves that you could do um, going forward, and you just keep on progressing that way. You know, I I don't I feel that sometimes people get into this discouraged state where they like see someone else fly, and they're like, oh, but we started around the same time, and that guy is now flying a lot better. Um, you know, everyone progresses differently. Everyone has they learn differently. So that's you know that's how it is. Don't don't. Don't really, you know, think too much into it. Just have fun. This is a hobby, right? I mean, yeah, you know, this is a hobby more for us. It's more of a competition, you know, driven thing for you. But 
you know, but nonetheless, we, you know, if we're not having fun with it, then what's the point, of, you know, of it? So that's right. I have some, I guess you could say, articles coming out through A Main. Uh, and I'm sorry, A Main is one of my other sponsors. Um, oh, nice. Right now, it almost feels more like a family type thing, so I kind of forget that they are a sponsor. They they've been really good to me. Greg, don't uh, forget family, man. <laughs> yeah. Hey, now I know when I uh, met uh, I won't say his name, but he's pretty much the team manager guy. Uh, he's from the New York area, but now in California, so that will be enough for the AMA guys would know who I'm talking about. But I almost felt like I was uh, interviewing to get into mob, you know, like he just had that. Like, I mean, I never had someone say, hey, we need to interview you before you come aboard. Yeah. I thought that was great. That's very serious. But, yeah, I mean, this is still fun for me when I have the stressors of the day, and God knows there are many of them. This is the one time I'm able to just forget everything. And the only reason I'm doing competition, it was just a way to push myself and uh, – give a chance for me to hopefully represent my sponsors in a better way. Definitely. Real quick on that subject, I know you're saying about competition. You're talking about Bobby and Bert talking about, you know, the WTF is going on basically. What mm-hmm. do you think, like I said, I've been talking, I talked about with, with Bert, you know, not long ago about this also. What do you think is the one thing that, you know, I know you can do, you're doing your part, we're doing our part. And what can the normal person do? you know, to help it, I guess, you know, to help the movement go forward like like everybody's wanting. Any guesses or suggestions or like I said, it's kind of, nobody knows. Everyone's kind of asking, like saying, I don't know what to do. We just got to figure it out or go through it, but. Yeah. And do you mean movement or the uh, lack of competitions? Well, that's, well, that, well, it's kind of two, that's what I was going to say next is, you know, we're two, you know, two questions in one, but. um, Two-part question. (laughs) Yeah, two-part question. There you go. What do you think we could do to get a competition level? Would it be an F three N stock competition? Because I've talked to Monty a couple times about maybe starting something. Um, yes. You know, like, or do you do a smack competition? Do you F three N competition? Do you do a, you know, what do you think we could do? Like, I'm kind of picking everybody's brain I talk to because, I you know I want to do something, but I'm just because you got to be good off the rip to do it. If you do it bad, it's never going to work. So the first one's got to right. be killer. So, what do you recommend? Yeah. Well, you know, everyone starts somewhere. Yeah. I'm sure the first XFC, the first Heli Masters, the first Global 3D, the first Zone, you know, it was kind of, hey, what are we doing? We'll figure it out. But now, because you have a, a good basis or a foundation from all of these other competitions, you can kind of pick and choose what you want to do. Um that's sort of how F3N started. It was applying some of the same judging guidelines from F3C and applying that to 3D. Um, f- to me, uh, and again, this is just my opinion, but yeah. one way of growing new blood in the hobby is to have some sort of competition. Uh, Things occur for Nats at a, uh, AMA, but the word just isn't being spread. People yeah. do not realize that, hey, you can go out there, do these four or five 
different maneuvers and they have different classes and somebody can critique you. Some people don't like competitions. They will say a bunch of excuses about, uh, I think the uh, politically correct thing is fading away from me now, but you know, they'll, they will have excuses about, well, I'm not in it for competition or whatever. That's fine for them. For a lot of people, honestly, it's a bit of an ego thing. They do not want to be seen not winning. Second place, yeah. Second place, yeah. Yeah. Who gives a crap? It's it's all about making yourself. Second place out of everybody doing it. That's really good. (laughs) Oh yeah, (laughs) you know. I mean, I'll take that. Even if you are last place, when I was doing, you're in it. That's awesome. Yeah, when I was doing the drum competition scene, my very first year. I was next to last, and yeah, it hurt the ego some, but then that pushed me to get better and better, and each year I got better when that same judge who gave me a 69 or 68, maybe a 62, whatever it was, when I saw that he gave me a 95 and I was within one point of first place, I was third, I didn't care that I didn't get first. I was happy that I got that far. So yeah, your numbers jumped. Yeah. Yeah. So to me, you know, that's the same reason why the car RC car industry is hot right now. And this multi rotor or drone racing, you have something where people are able to kind of test their wits. wits. Think about video games are super popular. That is you against the game or you against yourself. So, I really believe what uh, what they were talking about as far as getting something going with competitions. And I hope to God that Bert and Bobby will go ahead and announce the first inaugural uh, Smack Talk competition. Smack uh, FC or whatever they want to call it. Just yeah. do something. Com. Yeah. How do you think you would – how do you think you would – because like I said, I've talking to, I've been talking to Bert about doing something together with them with our with our site and just getting something going. But how do you, or again, your opinion? How do you think you could attract pros and amateurs? Because me as an amateur pilot, or you know, I'm not at any level to compete, but I would love to do it. Just like you said, to see if my numbers can move, to know yeah. if you're getting better. I don't care if I'd win, but of course that's your goal to get as best you can. But now as an amateur, I wouldn't go in knowing that okay. Kyle Stacey's going to be in it. Nick Maxwell's going to be in it. You know, if they were to show up, like, yeah. is there, could there be a amateur slash one and then a pro one or, you know, two of them, but then I'm afraid of both people not showing up. They're like, you know, if it's a, you know, that I'm saying that. So we're trying to brainstorm on it. So, right. Well, if you have it at a location where a lot of pros will be at anyway, such as Orlando, heli blowout, even, the amount of pros that come up for Birmingham and Huntsville and the events in Virginia. I mean, all of these events pros are just, you know, their sponsors send them there because they are representing. Yeah. I think for, for me the the discussion came up with XFC about having a pro level and then a kind of entry level and people were saying, oh, it would diminish it. That could be true. But the problem is so many people felt like they were not ready to get to that XFC level. I could have competed last year. But I thought, no, I need 
one more year. And now with it potentially not happening, I'm still not willing to say it's not going to happen this year. But it probably isn't. And now I'm kicking myself that I didn't at least give it a try. And I, I think that's what probably hurt that particular contest that you didn't have have it feel like you could at least not get slaughtered by those top seven or ten guys with the other competitions. Global 3D coming up, there's, I believe, an expert in the master class. Um, Heli Masters, I believe, did that. Like A lot of the competitions you have the kind of like your pro league and then your amateur class. Yeah. And uh, I, right. I think exactly. that's the way to do it. And I'm sure people who are much better at business than me can think of ways to increase hobby sales, increase new participants. But for me, if there's some way that you can get people to see things, especially how popular YouTube is now, I, I, I hate that I keep bringing up Bobby, but what he's doing now with this heli meets of having different music flights. Mm -hmm. If yeah, you, awesome. if a random person is Google searching like I was and they find that on YouTube, it might attract them. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. That's to me, that's the way to do it. Like go fly at different places like I do, as long as it's controlled and you're not doing a, you know, TikTok funnels around, a playground. Yeah. Don't do that. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. Um, just to return it back, you said not to get discouraged, and then what was the something to do? And the thing to do for someone new at the hobby is practice yeah. on the sim a lot. Save some mm. money. Yeah. 12 hours a day, kids. <laughs> yeah. If you want to be like Greg Jackson, parents, do not let your kid be like Greg Jackson. Don't let that happen. <laughs> uh, and I would say people need to go to events. Yeah. It's a lot of events, not that far away. Drive, go check out things. Yeah. I would say, and, uh, uh, Greg, how do you, how, do, how would you recommend people find their events? Now, some people, I believe, simply drive by and see, these curious things in the air. Um, another thing is now, are you talking about if they have no idea about the hobby whatsoever? Yeah. So let's say let's say I want to find out what events are in my area. How do I how do I track them down? You know, this just popped in my head. I don't know if people are mainly reading newspapers um, online, but if that was a possibility, maybe have an ad in the newspaper. The other thing the club could do is call up the local um, TV crew or whatever and uh, do a simple demonstration. Mm -hmm. You know, you don't have to go out and get a billboard that says fun fly, come check it out. You know, like I'm sure there are different news reporters looking for a story. You mm -hmm. know, I mean, people, people get, bored and they come and want to interview people like me so you know that's a good idea <laughs> Very yeah good idea. you know things like that i believe are helpful i would say you know you subscribe to free 4 c podcast and then on the news and announcement section <laughs> that, that should be the top way of doing it 
All right, so wow. We got to uh, know you quite well, I think. So let's see how everyone's week been. Who wants to go first? Chris or Fred? They have nothing written down. Yes. I say Fred. Uh, Fred. Oh, you just want the short one. Go ahead. Yes. <gasps> so, all right, yeah. Um, no, that was I, short, I'm, Fred. Wow. <laughs> Damn, what a okay, week. up next. <laughs> I'm drawing another blank on my, my RC stuff this week. I've been busy with work, and then I had a... Uh, Bit of a bombshell news. I was getting all geared up and suited up and, and packed for Seth and found out that, uh, no, I had already made other commitment. I was, uh, overreaching. And so I am not going to be making it to Seth yet again this year. Oh, uh, that sucks. Yeah. Damn. So that's my week. Well, all right. How about you, Chris? So I'm up next. All right. Week in RC. Let's see what we got here. Um, Let's see, I'm getting the logo. Got some more flights going on that. I um still loving that helicopter. I've got the VTX blades put on it. And yeah, um you feel a difference, huh? I definitely do feel a difference. Yeah. I really that you know, I'm I don't think I'm good enough to really explain the differences. Um but it definitely does feel flat, you know, a little bit floatier and maybe snappier. disc loading's snappier, a little bit lighter, maybe. Um what else? I got the new gear cover for it, for the, the logo. They just oh, released yeah. that. Um, I got it. It fits on there really good. You have to change the shim on the main shaft a little bit because I guess the way they designed the, the plastic on it, so it's a smaller shim to move the gear up a little bit. Okay. Um, definitely quieter. Really cool. I mean, the helicopter's already quiet. You can barely hear that thing running now. That's really it, you know, for flying. Um, yeah. Let's see. I got a new <laughs> Goblin... <laughs> what did you say? <laughs> I heard something whispered. All right, we got a new helicopter coming to the to the house here. I got a Black Thunder seven hundred Type T that I just received yesterday. Um, I got all the electronics for it already. I got a um, new Scorpion two hundred in the mail on the way, coming nice. for it. Yeah, I'm excited cool. to see the in- integration on that. So hopefully I'll um, you know, can do a little bit of I don't know maybe. Give a shouting out if it's good, bad. Of everything I've read about it, it's amazing with the V control. Mm-hmm. So excited yeah. to push one button and be done again. So, um, and let's see. So that's coming. I got a motor coming for it. I got um, got some sir BK servos, of course, going in it. I got everything ready to go. So I'm going to start building to try to get this helicopter ready for Virginia. Hopefully, I don't have to maiden it at Virginia. We're trying. I got some new batteries for it and everything. So it's um, everything's brand new going in it. So I'm excited about it. And but I haven't had a Goblin 700, believe it or not, in uh, two years. I don't know why. I've just, I have a gasser 700 goblin, but not a electric 700. I don't, again, don't know why. Right. Um, anyway, so that'll be ready to oh, go. You're going to love it. Uh, I hope, well, I hope I don't love it. I don't know. I hope I like it just as much as the Mikado because I want to have them you're both. I want to sell the Mikado. Oh, don't say that. These guys are great. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, Mikado's great. I know, I'm just kidding. But I'm I mean, joking. I don't know. I've heard it. Yeah. It's my whole, you know, I drank the Kool-Aid with Goblin when I first yeah. got to it and, I just, you know, there's always that special place in your heart for it. Me you know too. what I mean? And that's yeah, exactly. You see, I got eight or nine of them yeah. uh, losing track, but it, um, I think I want to set them up a little bit different. I think I'm going to use the Mikado more for big air, uh-huh. you know, not real. I'm going to set it up like mid, low, mid to lower head speed. Sure. And, uh, you know, just kind of use it as big air. I mean, most of the stuff I do is bigger anyway, but, um, you know, the 700 setup, you know, high head speed and, you know, kind of, you know, real Screaming fast. Demon. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Cool. That's kind of the plan for that. My, Bonehead move of the week was um seems like I'm having a lot of them lately. Um so we're at the field last week. I bring my charger. I leave my charger at work. Um got a big metal bench I charge on, so if anything ever happens, my uh-huh. work burns down, not my house. Um, <laughs> you 
you know, it's, it's, okay, it's a multi-billion dollar company. What's the big deal? So, no. <laughs> um, they got the good but, insurance. Yeah, exactly. So I charge – I leave everything there because I'm never – I don't have time to charge the house. So mm-hmm. so I'm always charging there. And um, and over the weekend, I'm like, you know, I might need to charge. So, of course, it never rains in South Carolina. We go – you know, I think I flew Friday, a couple flights after work. So I threw everything in the back of my truck, pulled it in the shop, threw everything in the back of my truck and went and flew um, – had a couple issues. The logo flew great. An issue with another helicopter. So I kind of just packed everything up in the back of the truck and, and, you know, went to the house, unloaded all my helicopters. Everything's in bags. So I unload all the bags, the V control, put everything in the house, went about my weekend. So I started driving the RV to get it ready for, to go to Virginia. And, um, something occurred to me yesterday. I said, let me just go look in the back of my truck and make sure there's nothing in it. Now, keep in mind, it rained all your rain you guys had in New York at your fun fly yeah. came down here. So we rained. We got rained on a lot, really hard thunderstorms. And guess what I found in the back of my truck this morning? Oh, no. Yes, my charging case. So a tornado cover or something on the back of your pickup? No, I do, but it's laying on the side of my house because I'm lazy. (laughs) No, it was in the rain. It was out. So the good part is it's a watertight case. Yes. Okay, I was about to say. But the downfall is I drilled holes in it for fans, three fans. Okay. So it, it never held water inside at all. Um, you know, I opened it up once I saw it in there, I didn't touch it in case it was full yeah. and I moved around. So I, I opened it real slow and did the whole, you know, like peeking in there and cringing. Cause I got two PL eights in there, a bump controller, a, oh, you know, a monster power supply, a lot of stuff that could go wrong. Yeah. I have a small little eye charger mounted in there underneath also and a smaller power supply for that one. So it was, you know, it's probably two grand worth of stuff sitting there plus the case, of course. But, mm-hmm. um, anyway, so pop it open. Long story short is nothing got wet. There's a little teeny bit of like condensation on the fans, maybe. Um, and I did just pull it in from the rain, so I, w- I knew it didn't dry off. So, but I haven't plugged it in yet because I don't want to ruin my week. So, um. <laughs> yeah, I mean, so, how hard is it to take that case apart so you could like actually see the not, wiring and everything? Oh no, every it, I can literally move everything. I can take it apart. Literally, I made yeah. everything so I could take both covers off real easy, top and bottom. Like I said, it definitely never held any water. It was just moisture. Yeah, yeah. I think I'll be okay. I think all the you know, chargers are okay for a little bit of, you know, humidity and stuff. So sure. Anyway, I threw a bunch of those little humidity bags. Every time I get stuff, I see yeah, a little silicone. Uh, yeah. So I threw, yeah, uh, I think there's like 15 of them in there and um, <laughs> I think I'll be okay. If not, I'll just fly nitro forever. You know, there you, go. you still got to <laughs> charge the RX packs, man. <laughs> I got the little, oh, oh, one, oh, another one Oh five or whatever that oh, uh, okay. small I charger is. So little five B. Yeah. Right. Nobody feel bad for me. I'm good. Uh, <laughs> um, Let's see. I'm getting a night bird ready for Virginia. Uh, I know those guys are doing Ooh, a bunch of yeah. Night what are you doing? Flying. What do you got? I don't know yet. That's my. I was going to ask. I got 700. Bert was good enough to send me some 700 night blades, some switch night blades, which uh, mains nice. and tails. Nice. So I don't know. I got a logo 700. I got a Black Thunder T 700, and I got a Gasser 700. So between the three, I uh, I need to. I have it. I have everything right. doing. I got the blades. I got a boom, like a cool little cord that lights up like, I don't know, like a rope like a neon rope it's not lights an up. el rope is it no it's um it's leds right oh yeah it's leds yeah okay so i got um, that and i got a bunch of leds i can put on i have an older goblin 700 canopy that i could you know make fit any one of these helicopters except the logo but um so i think you have your thing and i think i think personally i would put on the gasser that's what yeah. i was thinking oh that's, that's you, you hear it you got the smoke going through the leds and stuff i think that would be really cool no smoke not with a gasser. You don't get any smoke with a gasser? No. Nope. Not a bit. Uh, black nope. nitro? 
<laughs> it's a 650. That's the thing. Or I could stretch it. I have everything to stretch it. So I could stretch the black nitro before next weekend and, and maybe throw it on that. So that's only, I have a different boom I could throw on there. No big deal. Yeah. I mean, you're going to mark it all up and, you know, yeah, I'm not. Stuff, yeah, so exactly. It doesn't matter. Uh, all right. Yeah. So that, cool. So that's it. I think, um, and of course, you know, flying, I had, um, did a bunch of flights on the logo, did a bunch of flights on my Goblin 500. Is that the cool. new sport I just built? And, um, that's about it for RC stuff for me. Nice. Cool. Cool, Kevin. Yeah, man. I, uh, didn't get out to the field out there in Brooklyn. Wasn't sure whether I was going to or not. I worked actually both days, Saturday and Sunday. Um, I had calls, so I didn't make it. I know you made it, Steve. We'll hear about that. But, uh, mm-hmm. I did get my Hobby Wing ESC for the Oxy Sport in. I got the, uh, the 50 amp, uh, version three and I got that installed. And, uh, nice. I installed, I finally installed my Neo that I got from Chris Rybert on the Goblin 380. And I started to go through that setup. Uh, but then I, uh, you know, had to go to work and stuff and sleep. And, uh, so I didn't really do much else, but today I received my, uh, battery tray that I had for the, uh, 690. I, I'd bought two more batteries for 690 and uh so i've just finally got the tray and the straps in for that so i'll be putting that together nice and that's about all i did man awesome okay uh flew on saturday went to seaview rotary wing spring spool up fun fly um <clears throat> that that event was awesome uh except for the weather the weather sucked on saturday it was raining so yeah but there's but either way a great group of guys were there. It was, I think, about 27, 30 pilots there. Um, so I met up with Eaton. He's like uh, the East Coast representative for Urcha. Um, and then also Dennis from CP Helis, Dennis Dela. Uh Muse also came out. So I met up with Muse and I met cool. up with uh, Roberto. Roberto came, you know, came to Ironfield, Kevin, a couple of times. Um, he knows um, Rob and Devin and... Uh, Oh, cool. Garcia. Oh, yeah, Anthony I know Roberto. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Yep. So he's, he, that's his field. He was out there too. Um, and then with, I forgot this guy's name, but I met him. Ed knows him. Um, when I went to fly with Ed, um, he flies a Gowie NX7 and he flies at RC, RCC club. I forgot his name, but, um, he was there too with uh, a couple of his friends. So, you know, it was a good group of people. We were all flying. I uh, met a whole bunch of new new people too, which was great. Nice. Ed Johnson wasn't there, was he? No, Ed didn't make it. I think he had some family event or stuff going on. So, oh, you know what? He was working on his house. He had something go on his house. Yeah, air conditioning or something. He was something like that, yeah, us. AC. Yeah, yeah. I think that's what it was. But yeah, that was that was awesome. I probably got only about like I don't know eight flights or something like that in. But I mean, I had a really good time. That's um, cool. <clears throat> yeah. Let's see. Besides that, I've been, you know, parental leave, staying home, taking care of the baby. Uh, I've been working on the garage, just chipping away at that, you know, rebuilding that garage. I have most of the front side of the garage uh, redone, partially redone. But, you know, can't wait to have it done so I have a proper working space. That's that's really what I'm building this whole thing up to, right? It's like it's not RC related, but it really is because yeah. I'm going to have my <laughs> – my man workbench cave. there, my man cave is going to have a TV with my sim and I'm going to, you know, have a fridge out there. It's going to be all hooked up. I mean, I'm, I'm going to do it right. So, so yeah, that was my week. 
Cool. Cool. All right. So let's go into news and announcements. News and announcements. Announcements nice. and news. <laughs> we used to do the thing. It was like, this just in. Yeah. All right. So, I mean, I, I have one thing. So I reached out to Rich and Lynx uh, and Oxy Heli for, you know, to see if there's any type of support I could get for our Free Forest Helifest 2017. Okay. And, yeah, I want to thank Lynx, Oxy, Rich Knapp, and Luca for sending us a bunch of swag. T-shirts, hats, um, some other stuff, you know. So oh, awesome. we'll have some. We'll have just stuff, you know. We could give away, um, you know. We awesome. So cool. I want to, you know. That's awesome. They they also supported us last year too. So you know they, you know this is two years running. They are our our main sponsor, Un- unofficial <laughs> sponsor, unofficial <laughs> main sponsor. Or, uh, you know. Yeah. Um, either way, it's awesome. You know, it's, it's great to get that support from them. Um, you know, so. So nice. I just wanted to mention that. And I wanted to mention that um, along some, I wanted to throw in some airplane news. I don't know if everybody realized this or not. I did after reading it. Um, I've been flying that Sukhoi a lot for a couple of years, the green one. They discontinued it. They came yeah. up with the blue one, and it's exactly the same as the green one. But the, yep. I was doing some reading the fine print, uh, the Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory fine print, and I read that. <laughs> One of the major differences is that you can actually reprogram the AS3X unit on well, you new can, Yeah, you can adjust the gyro gains in there, yeah. Yeah. That's one of the major differences between the two, because the other one you couldn't unless you bought mm-hmm. a new receiver and their their programming cord and all that stuff. Yeah. You had, had some you had, had some issues with that and you went down that yeah. road. Yeah, so that's that's something that popped in my head uh, earlier today, and I was like, oh, I should mention that because I just read that not too long mm-hmm. ago. Yep, which is good because I think they should give the, you know, you buy something, you should be able to adjust it. You know, you shouldn't be locked into like some factory preset and that's it. Yeah, absolutely. And we were knocking it for being a new model that they just changed the color on, so I wanted to like clear that up too. Right, right. Cool. Other news and announcements. I just want to kind of go over. Um, the next fun flies we're going to be going to. So if any of our listeners want to meet us, um, this is more on the heli side right now because those are the fun flies available. But, uh, yeah. So the next one is going to be, uh, spring fling in Virginia, Fredericksburg, Virginia. Uh, Kevin and I will be driving down there for, um, two days, one night, I guess, more or less. Yeah. So we'll be f- driving down, <clears throat> not, the weekend um, that you're hearing this podcast, but then the following weekend. Yeah, it's in the May weekend. The May weekend, and we're gonna be driving down early Friday. I mean, sorry, early early Saturday morning. Yeah, to hopefully get there before noon. Yep. Sixth and seventh. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that that Saturday, whatever, six seventh. Yeah. You know, we'll we'll stay all day, all night, sleep over, and then probably head out around noon the next day on Sunday, so that we can get back home around like six, seven o'clock. So that's yeah, gonna be, be cool. awesome. You know, yep. I, I know Walt's going to be there, you know, so want to meet up with him and, you know, finally meet up with uh, Mr. Chris Nutt himself. Yep. I'll be there. <laughs> Same thing. Probably even Sunday midday. You know, it's about an eight hour drive for me. So, yeah, we will. Um, I'll be there Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Yeah. Nice. So, so that'll be awesome. I know uh, Rob and Devin McClellan are going to be going there, I think, Thursday to Sunday. Um, oh, we're going to have pilot. some fun, dude. Yeah. Oh, Bill's well, coming, too? Yeah, yeah, Bill's oh, nice. coming and Mike is coming oh, too. Oh man, 
Yeah, That's so awesome. GC, the whole GCA tri county, like yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be wild. Jeez. It's gonna be fun. Good I don't times. know how much flying or sleeping I'm gonna get in, but I'm sure I'm gonna have a good time. I'm gonna <laughs> get a lot of flying and a lot of bullshitting. Yeah. <laughs> Steve, you do great. at Fun Flies, are you more of the sit back and talk guy or are you the fly guy? I like to fly. Well, I, like, I, I like I, I like to fly, but I like to like bullshit about yeah, you know, yeah. You know, I wanna talk about helis, I wanna talk about yeah. stuff, but I wanna get flights in. I don't wanna just you yeah, know, me too sit there and and just only talk i like to fly but i i like to also you know if somebody comes up to me and says hey i listen to the show i don't like yeah to, i don't i don't want oh, to yeah, like, like blow them off or anything you know yeah you talk to them you take your you take yeah. a couple minutes 10 15 20 30 minutes to talk to someone for sure yeah yeah that's how i do I, so I, I like to fly i don't mind like the guys a couple guys i fly with locally here when we go to, they go to pump flies they bring all their stuff, they set it up, and they do like one flight, and then you just kind of sit and watch, you know, which is cool too. You know, you're there to watch too, but, and they're just making fun of me because I'll fly 35 times in a day, you know, just <laughs> back to back to back to back to back. And, yeah. like, and I don't right. care to fly in front of people. Like I flew center stage at OHB, mm-hmm. you know, and, I, and I'm horrible, you know what I mean? So it's, <laughs> you know, me and Frank, we had a good time. So it's just all about, I mean, it's just, yeah, I just like putting in flights, man. It's fun. Don't get me wrong. I like to skip my oxy down the runway like every time every time chris ryber's yeah. back is turned yeah <laughs> i like to yeah. do that but Dude, uh, yeah. remember, remember my my epic uh, i'm gonna use death pilots turn the epic um the uh the the grass cutting i was doing with the freaking oxy yeah with the oxy Turek, i was, was just insane. like giving i was coming at the like towards the pilots but like you know towards myself sort of on the side but just like five feet of just cutting grass just coming down Oh, so much fun! Even my Goblin Seven Hundred, I was just cutting grass. I didn't care. Yeah, that's what I awesome. didn't care was back then. Yeah, actually, yeah, we had the same crash. Actually, the one of my guys that are uh, Robert that's coming with me, one of my friends, um, really good pilot. You know, we fly together all the time. He's got the as the guy was saying, he's got the new Seven Hundred um, Type T. Mm-hmm. We're trying to put together. Also, we're gonna do them together. But he has a set, uh, old school Seven Hundred that's just he pounds on this thing. It never breaks. It's just got a billion flights on it, and um. He's, you know, he says, all right, you know, hopefully get the, the 700 done. But if not, I still got my trusty goblin. And uh, right after he said that first flight, he was like, you just said oh. he was, he was doing inverted loops, you know, real fast and came in the field. We fly at the grass is about a foot tall right now. It's, you know, pretty tall weeds. Mm-hmm. So he was cutting the weeds at, you know, 40 miles an hour, 50 miles an hour, you know, in the weeds. Yeah. And all of a sudden the thing just disappears. Wham, it's gone. It. Yeah. Yeah, the boom comes flying up out of the weeds. It was really cool, but he um he <laughs> tore the crap up, uh, tore it up pretty good. So nice. So oh, he's got some rebuilding to do. So we'll um we're gonna wrench on his um seven hundred this week. Try to get it built. Awesome. Um. So yeah, I think after Fredericksburg, it's um Kevin. Are you going to this one? This is gonna be the CP Heli Nationwide Throwdown. It's in uh, Easton, PA. I want to say. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, this is, I think, um, this is actually Mother's Day weekend. I'm only going to go for that Saturday. So yeah, I'm, if you I'm know what's for, good for you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I will be back home, uh, you know, Saturday afternoon, night, or whatever, for uh, Mother's Day on the next day. Yeah, so, that, you know, if you're when going to that. When is that, the 13th? Or is I that believe the 20th? So. Oh, okay. 13th. There's also yeah. Joe Nall, which is in South Carolina. In between that, I believe it's the meet weekend after we go to um, Spring Fling. Mm-hmm. After that is um really I mean it's a big airplane event. I don't know if you guys have ever been to it or not, but there's I would love to go, but it's the world's biggest airplane event. Mm-hmm. Um and I mean there's people 
I mean, there's RVs as far as you can see. There's thousands and thousands and thousands of people it's that like flying. It's like Urcha for our planes, right? Exactly. Yeah, it's huge. But they have a big helicopter section. Like, you know, Nick, the cool part about that kind of that show is I'm going to be going up the Friday and Saturday at that one. The cool, like Kyle Dahl hangs out there. He does a big demo and stuff with the Mikado guys and the airplane guys. Nice. And then it, they have a, you know, a 20 by 40 tent set up for all the helicopter guys that, you know, we're up in our own section. And, nice. um, Nick Maxwell will just come hang out and hang out for the day. I mean, Kyle Dahl's there just hanging out. Burt Cameron's there. You know, it's just kind of neat. All the guys, because it's not, you know, they're not at a fun fly where they're representing their company. They're just in regular shirts and real low key, you know, flying, you know, having good fly, having fun flying. So I know it's the weekend after, I'm pretty sure it's the weekend after that one, but it's a same thing, 12 day event that, um, wow. very cool. It's in South Carolina and Woodruff, South Carolina, if everybody wants to look it up, called Joe Nall. It's amazing. Yes. Cool. Check it out. Yeah, the the heli, uh, the CP heli throwdown is uh, in in Pennsylvania. That's the thirteenth and fourteenth. So I'll probably be yep. going out there thirteenth. Yeah. So let me know. We'll we'll you know commute together or whatever. We'll, we'll drive out there together. Yeah. Um, cool. Cool. All right. Is there anything else? Yeah. Let me uh, throw in real quick. Yes. I'm not going to make it to Seth this week because that's an overnight trip. But um, I might see about going down Panama City, just about an hour south. Of me. Oh, is that the scale one, right? Yeah, they're having a scale roads. <laughs> yeah, they're doing scale roads over Panama City, uh, the 27th to the 30th. It's just a little bit north of Panama City proper. Nice. How far is that from you? About an hour. Oh, that's not bad at all. No, I could scoot down there easy. Yeah, awesome. I might try to get down there just in time for lunch. Nice. Cool. All the right. Jonal is actually the 13th through the 20th. I just checked it. Oh, cool. okay. All right, let's move to the main topic here. F3N. Now, I'm the type of person that doesn't do a lot of research. So, what is F3N? Well, F3N. No, I'm not <laughs> like an old professor here. And, and sorry for trying to be funny, but F3N is 3D flying. Pretty much, it's a classification that was given by the Federation Aeronautique International, or FAI. And uh, it was a way of combining the precision of F3C along with aggressive 3D flying. Nice. Now, the judging is very structured, and the flying is disciplined. The main reason F3N was created was to have consistent global standards of judging and to encourage countries to develop competing teams. So you could say that F3N is a very technical style of flying. It's like the Olympics of uh, 3D heli flying, huh? Yep. Now, does that have anything to do with the other competitions in in technical flying? Like, I know there's other variations of, like, F flying competitions. There. Okay, so for F3C by itself, if you go to Nats in August or late July in Muncie, Indiana, you have... A bunch of different levels. I don't know them all off the top of my head, but there's like advanced, uh, expert, novice class one, two, and three, and so forth. And then I believe the goal of that is to prepare people for F3C. Then, then you have other things such as F3K, F3A, a lot. I looked, did a lot of research on FAI and they have a lot of pains they're part of. I mean, I could have sworn something had to do with space. Oh, wow. Yeah. 3D it's, space. Uh, yeah, it's crazy. 
And who knows, that might be the next style of 3D flying to... <laughs> 3D model rocketry? Right. <laughs> wow. What's I do believe there is a rocket competition that's part of FAI. Cool, I don't doubt it. I, I'm Googling it now. <laughs> Good. Prove me wrong, please. <laughs> so FAI space modeling. Oh. Nice. National Association of Rocketry. I was right for the first time this year. Great. We're going to have a uh, model rocket smackdown. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, boy. So so the competitors, how how does it, like, um, there's a couple rounds and stuff that you have to compete in, right? It's not just, like, one flight and done. I wish. (laughs) (laughs) So the way things were structured, and we'll just talk about Nats, because I would love for more people to come out for Nats uh, this year for F3N. So that Monday... And, and where do they hold that? That's that at Urcha, be, right? Yeah, Urcha, Muncie, before Indiana. before something, is it? Okay. Yeah, a couple of days before the true Urcha event begins. Right, right. Okay. Um, and this is sponsored by AMA. But there are three rounds and the I guess you would say preliminary class. First, you have set maneuvers. For that, you have eight different maneuvers that you fly and you get graded on um, how precise it is and so forth. Uh, you can find this information if you find the uh, F3 helicopter manual and you can see a lot of the different maneuvers they they start as simple as basic rolls or flying in a circle and go as difficult as um, Piro Reversal Rainbow X, which is one that I'm trying to clean up a lot now. Do you guys know what that is? No, yeah, I'm trying to clean mine up now, too. Oh, okay, good. good. <laughs> that's usually that's in my routine, usually followed by throttle hold and rescue. <laughs> rescue. <laughs> You mean rescue so, throttle hold? It's a, it's yeah. a you should you using that routine. <laughs> <laughs> so you have set maneuvers. Then there's this long wait, so the other classes can fly. And then usually that Monday they will try to get in the freestyle round. That is a f- freestyle flight, no music, and they grade on different things such as harmony. Uh, I would like to say pacing. There's a different word they use, precision. It's supposed to be on K-factor, the difficulty of things, but it depends on who your judges are if they really understand how difficult certain things are. Then, usually the next day, they will do the flight to music round. So those are your three preliminary rounds. I believe you do another set maneuver. So in preliminary, there are four rounds. Set maneuvers, freestyle, set maneuvers again, flight to music. Then you get to the finals round, and it's only set maneuvers, freestyle, and then flight to music. And that is the basic competition. Sweet. Uh, and how does the scoring go? Is it like out of 100 or, you know, do they hold like little cards up? Like they're like, you know, you get an eight? <laughs> <laughs> I wish I would wear a nice little 
figure skating mm. outfit. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe that's what you need to get that edge. <laughs> Oops, I dropped my controllers. <laughs> that Jenny weighs uh, a lot, huh? <laughs> that, now, is, is this something custom made with a bedazzler? Or? <laughs> I can't give that secret out yet. Okay, and, and, you, and, have to, you have to go in there to see it. The unitard <laughs> matches the uh, design on the canopy, right? <laughs> right. Oh, that's a must. <laughs> be, be careful if I actually do something like this. I'll probably get disqualified, though. Oh, that, that'd be hilarious as a, uh, a canopy matching unitard. <laughs> what was oh, the question? <laughs> <laughs> How the scoring went. Each of those different things I mentioned, balance, mm-hmm. uh, precision, safe presentation, harmony, they all have a certain point range. But each of them, it's worth different things. So you have to look in the manual. Then that's multiplied by, for set maneuvers, the higher the K of the maneuver is then multiplied by the score. And that's how you get a higher number. For freestyle and flight to music, I don't know if they add up the five judges and divide it by something. I'm not sure. And honestly, I don't mean this... Uh, to discredit the judges because it was their first time, but they didn't, they admitted online they didn't even know who was in the lead. They just did their scores and the computer did the rest. So, so I don't think they really know who is in the lead or anything like that. So there could be Russian hacking involved, is what you're saying. Oh, I'm sure there is. That's the reason why I dropped from third place. It's the Russian. <laughs> That's interesting, though. Yeah. And wow. guess what? Now, Big Brother is listening to this podcast. Hey, we'll get some more government people and the hobby. Even better. Yeah. Come join our club. Fly your drones so you can surveillance us. <laughs> it's a different <laughs> type of drone, though. As long as there's a number on it. Yeah, you yep. got to get your number. <laughs> All right. Um... So, so you, you know, to get on the team, you know, you say you have to compete at Nats, and which is a couple of days before Urcha. Like, is that just something, like, say, the, the beginner, novice class that anyone can just go and say, hey, I want to do this? Um, yep. Do you That's need to be sponsored? Do you need to have some backing? Or, you know, like, can you be Joe Schmo with, like, hey, I got my 45-degree hovers down, you know, and try to compete? I mean. Yes. Like, Robert Monty and I'm not sure if he is being upfront with me on this because all summer and all spring he was going to do F3N and I want to say he was an expert or advanced class I can't remember mm-hmm. but uh, a few weeks before I checked on him and he said no I'm not doing it I kept pushing him on pushing him on get to Muncie meet him for the first time, and we're both Team Synergy. I'm still pushing him on. He finally registers for F3N. So during the breaks, he was coming up with his routines. Wow. I don't know if I really believe that, to be honest. I I think he was, you know, pulling one over everyone. So, But, yeah, I mean, anybody can do this. This is not – Heli Masters, where it's elite or that yeah, like invite only type of deal. Yeah, yeah. What was that competition in maybe Taiwan? And it was like a twenty-five thousand or 
$30,000 prize. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's not like that. Anybody can do this. Can I bring my plane? <laughs> you could for S3A. S3A, yeah. <laughs> a different week. Wow. <laughs> not, That's not the week anybody, of Christmas. <laughs> any yeah. realistic helicopter person. Anybody but you, Fred. Uh, okay. All right. Read between the lines there. Gotcha. So, so when you get on the team, is it just like, okay, you're the top three best performer, or, you know, performance or scorer? Or is it like, I mean, is there any other ways they judge you to be on the team? Or, you know, how's the team selection go? I guess they pick the people they believe will be the most competitive at okay. the event. Because I was not in the top three. I was daggum fifth place. But mm-hmm. the other, you know, four and five didn't want to go for it. Sure. And I was assuming, to be honest, I was assuming that I would be lucky to get 20th place at this competition. <laughs> fifth place, I can run with that. But to make the team, there was no way at all that was in my head absolutely not but um yeah so i got on because i said hey i'll give this a try and the judges believed in me for some reason or another Hmm. i wonder if um consistency gotta definitely play into it too right like as you're doing your different you know rounds and stuff and um being consistent right that kind of gives people, I guess, confidence that you'll do good in the, you know, overseas, right? Yeah. And I think, you know, it's always difficult to get the perception that other people have of you, mm-hmm. you know, because you're inside, you're, you're not having an outer body experience, but right. I believe they kind of read your character and different things like that. Um, just to be, very honest with you, I'm still questioning how <laughs> it became me, and yeah. I'm still pretty sure at some point I'll, I'm replaceable. I cannot stick my finger in a glass of water and an indent forms there and doesn't form back, you know. So um, I'm replaceable very easily. So the next question is uh, we had was where are the competitions? Uh, and the events right now, the first one ever, and I was the first person to do it. Muncie, Indiana, at the site for Urcha. I hmm? think it was site five, I believe. And I'll tell you another thing that would get some sort of attraction for this: have maybe the final round as part of Urcha incorporated into that. It, yeah. It's already there. Yeah. You have a lot of bystanders who would see it and think, hey, I can do that. What they did do is have uh, the U.S. team do a a noon demo, which (laughs) it's funny. That was my first ever noon demo at Urcha. (laughs) uh, You know, I'm hoping that somebody saw me fly and thought, you know what? I can do that. I'm going to practice and get into it. Now, Robert Monty, I believe, is trying to have or host a uh, AMA-sanctioned F3N event 
coming up in May, I believe. Um, I have finals to turn in, so I won't be able to drive up for that. But a few other places are trying to have events. I think Tim and the Nashville area is trying to have an event. Uh, Scenic City Championships, I think Chattanooga, they are trying to host something. So Huntsville did do it, but I believe the guy who put that on at the end of May is going to be out of town or something. But there are some people starting to do this. That'd be awesome. Yeah, where's going to be like the the final competition where everyone from all the different countries meet up, like the best of the best of the best, fly and compete. That, that will be in Poland. Poland wow. in July. <clears throat> wow. <laughs> so, is there a lot of different like stages of the competition before Poland, like from Muncie to Poland? You know. Is it just like <laughs> two it. events or is it like that's it? Oh, that's it. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Personally, I would like some other things to, you know, get ready. You don't just yeah, um, yeah. You know, play preseason and then say, all right, Super Bowl. Let's right, go. right, right. Exactly. You need that B-roll. You know, you need that, yeah. like, you know, that filler <laughs> before you get to the main show. <laughs> right. But no filler. It sounds like we need an event early on in the year. Yeah. And we need we need more events like that in the U.S. for sure. Yep. Uh, exactly. Well, yeah. I think that's kind of it for events in the United States, isn't it? Or is or are there other ones? Because I don't really know. That was that was leading to my last question. If if you ever think competitions will be held in the United States, because I don't know of any other one other than that. Yeah, that's I sad, think. really. You know, like XFC was the premier event, not just mm-hmm. in the U.S., but I would say in the world, that's how yeah. a lot of people got their name. Colin Bell, Kevin, yeah. right? Um, you know, Jamie, Nick, everybody you can list. It's because of XFC, in my opinion. And I, it just something has to happen. My ultimate goal is to eventually, once I get some more experience, probably host a competition, but. I'm not ready for that. I'm still, it would be sort of like making the drum line in high school and then saying, all right, I'm ready to uh, lead the Department of Education. Well, <laughs> actually, maybe that is possible because that's sort of what happened in a way. But uh, we won't get into anything like that. Well, I think, I mean, it sounds like we need to get a, a couple, you know, like I said, get a couple really good people that are involved together, you know, and, and just plan it and do it. Like I said, if it's, yeah, it's either going to work or not, you know, if we're going to find f- a couple different people. I guarantee we get five good people that could get together real quick with a lot of good connections. One person, but that's good with finding the people to come. One person's good with setting it up and, and just try it, you know, and just see what happens. The only thing you can do mm-hmm. is right. be the beginning of something good. You know, that's, and I think that's what Bert was hinting at is let's just try something and see what happens. Exactly. And, uh, I'm hoping, I mean, you all already have a large following, but I'm hoping, actually, I would prefer this would be the least listened to podcast because people don't need to listen to me while they're driving home at night. They will fall asleep with this low voice. (laughs) No, no. (laughs) But I really hope 
I can find a way of getting people to hear this. So people will come together and say, Hey, I can do this. And, you know, like not let it be about ego or not let it be about mm-hmm. your brand yeah. and things like right, that. Right. For sure. One, one of the things to bring competitions back to the U S also, I think is, um, you know, these fun flights and how they have the small little competitions. I think those help a lot too, but it kind of breaks the ice for folks that, like for me, I've never competed, and I'm scared to compete. I don't think I'm a very good pilot, but it's like, you know, when okay, there's a there's an auto competition or something, or there's a you know whatever competition, kind of like how RCHN and their fun fly, how they do like the thirty second hovers, and they're like things that yeah. people can do, like and like you know most pilots can hover, right? I would hope so. <laughs> I, I can hover, Steve. I can hover planes and helicopters. Yeah, see? More was it? Okay, so yeah, talking about like, you know, like RCHN and their fun flies, you know, they do like the 30 second hovers. They do like the, the, the bottle knockover or whatever, bottle knock, you know, or the auto rotation competition stuff. I feel like those little competitions can help um, big on a bigger scale because, yeah. you know, I do a couple of those and then maybe, hey, F3N novice, maybe I'll give that a try because I'm yeah. not afraid of flying in front of people and competing and being judged. You know, right. so. and, and look what Justin is doing now with the speed or speed, right? Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. You know, That's so drag racing coming to the U.S. I heard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Little yeah. rumor. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I want. Cool. I want. I want to do that. <laughs> I'll do that. <laughs> yeah. That's 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 you know that's bringing my old car days. Yeah. You know, drag racing, street racing, yeah. and stuff. So, um, yeah. So I think that would definitely help. I now this question I know. Um, it's going to be an interesting one. It's uh, like I heard, and please correct me if I'm wrong, but F3N is not getting any type of funding or any help, right? Exactly the USA right. Team. Yeah. Hey, just and the that. great thing is, great thing is, you all can listen back to this and think, you know, he said too much. We're going to cut this. But right now, it's just us talking, and mm-hmm. I'm going to tell For you sure. everything. Let because it go. all these months held up, you know? I, I might have to start crying like on uh, one of those Jerry shows, you know? Hey, Kevin, Corey. Kevin, cue the music. Uh, I do have sad music to play. Yes. Definitely. <laughs> but I'll keep it cheerful. So okay. their blue book rules are that a first-year team mm-hmm. does not receive funding except for registration fees, um, you know, things like that. Now, the reason why I did pay the extra money to compete for the world team, it was not to get on the team, but it's because they said that would help cover the team for the trip. That's why I paid the money. Now, they were supposed to cover that. Um, Obviously, I'm not a Nick or a Jamie, so I'm not sponsored at that level. And honestly... I'm with my companies because they've been very good to me. They're loyal, and I know each of the owners, basically. Mm-hmm. So there was no way I could expect them to front so much money, even though some of them were very nice to say, well, I'll try to help if I can. Spoke to the owner of the largest company I'm with. I'll just say it that way. And he made an extremely good point and said, 
no, it doesn't make sense. You all are representing the U.S. and essentially AMA. Right. Why are they not covering it? Yeah. The other countries are. And I checked with some of those other countries, like uh, people in Denmark and some other places, smaller than the U.S. They say, oh, they're covering registration and some gas to get there, but that's about it. Well, yeah, they, they don't have to fly over the, the right, large right. pond to get right. there, but they're covering that. So find out at the end of 2016 that they were not covering anything whatsoever. Wow. One of the guys on the team mentioned how the F3C team was going to just pay for everything out of pocket. Those guys are engineers. I can't do that. Like, Eight, seven, or eight thousand dollars. Wow! Yeah. <laughs> so I didn't want to give up, um, and this this is where I had a very long talk with Bert, as busy as he was, and um, he was telling me not to just give up just yet. I had actually made peace with it and thought, "That's it. I, I put it into work, but I can't do it." And he said, "Don't do it yet. Start the GoFundMe. Uh, right. List something on." the different forums and that's kind of how word got out about me and um now after that then they finally did create a team account so anything that was uh contributed to me i refunded told them to send that to ama just to keep it legitimate sure and uh so i have no idea what is in the account. I know when it came time for one of the first registration fees, they were wanting me to call up with my credit card info. Well, I don't want to do that until I know for a fact I'm going to be covered. And honestly, I'm not giving up on it until they potentially take off without me. But it just kind of stinks that I'm not, you know, at that level and I'm asking for anything to be done, maybe an ad in their publication or give me contact info since you all don't want to raise funds. Give me contact info so I can contact the people. I was told that they could not give me that information. I don't know these people. How am I supposed to do that? So, you know, that's why I mentioned the thing about judging. I'm starting to wonder was I not supposed to make the team? And do they possibly have someone waiting at the wings that will jump in and take my place? Because if I don't go, unfortunately, it would hurt the team because a two-member team cannot get as many points as a three-member team. And honestly, I feel we could do very, very well at World Championships. So, you know, it, I spent many months stressed about it. I bugged the yeah. mess out of my team synergy guys. They probably didn't want to answer the call because it's, oh, here he is talking about F3N. But <laughs> I thank them. <laughs> I really thank them for listening and giving advice. But a lot of the major people that are in the industry, without me telling them what somebody else said, they all said, that is BS. And, um, you know, so we'll see what happens. I've, I've sent so many emails 
like completely humbling myself and practic not practically, literally <laughs> begging for anything. And yeah, it's just kind of like, oh well. And yeah. you know, hey, th- honestly, if I-, I don't think this is burning bridges or anything like that, because I'm not mentioning direct names, but you know, I'm just calling it out for what it is. And right. hopefully, uh, hopefully, companies don't start dropping me. If they do. I can't do anything about that. As long as I'm still able to uh, do my career, <laughs> I'm okay. But yeah, yeah. I, I think it's kind of messy that I'm doing my part of working my tail off. Um, so that way I can be a good member for the team. And so as much as I ask, there's nothing. It had so no support behind it. It's, it's a support just for like, for you or is it also for Jamie and also Nick? Is it is it for well, the whole team or is it individually? Do they that does Nick have to front his own ticket and plane ticket and hotel and you know? Well initially I wanted to get support for the whole team, but uh, since Nick is going with F three C they will be okay, so there's care oh, of. Mm-hmm. Yeah, th- they will get some coverage. But uh, I believe Futaba will take care of the rest. Uh, Jamie see, okay. is yeah, Jamie is very fortunate. He can, you know, a line sends him to everywhere. But again, he's Jamie Robertson. I, sure. I don't even, I, I know for different competitions how many championships he has, but all together, I don't know. I'm not sure if he knows. Your <laughs> <laughs> third, he probably has forgotten some. Yeah, but, yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah, actually, I was telling him about one move he did that I was going to use in one of his routines, and he said, I did that. So, <laughs> so I'm the one doing the research. But, you know, he's completely covered. So, yeah, it has turned into I'm the guy. So why not, knowing that I'm the one struggling, but I really want to do this, mm-hmm. why not help? Why not put in that? Like, they, this could have started back in September or October to put some sort of ad saying F3N needs your help. And get right. donations from the thousands and thousands of members. They yeah. did it for a couple of other teams. Even mm-hmm. though initially they said they did not do it. And about a month ago, there was a newsletter. And it said, F3K team needs your help. Right. So, Jeez. Well, so where, where, where are we now? Because I know you said that you did the GoFundMe. But then they said they would cover it. or But then, you know, when you, when you got... Time to register. They were asking for credit cards. Like, uh, you know, can can our listeners? Can we help? Or is this something that we're we're waiting for? For you know, I'm gonna do air quotes them to kind of figure out, and yeah. then and then go from there. Right. So put by April 30th, they have to turn in. I guess the final registration. Um, okay. Initially, I told everyone to contact. Uh, AMA and say you want to donate to the F3N team and whoever is on that, hopefully me too, whoever is on that they would receive the help but as far as the status of myself uh, this week I'm busy with the uh, musical Cinderella which is why I was con- uh, writing you in the middle of rehearsal mm-hmm. which I should not do but I'm a pro. I can do it. Um, 
<laughs> but task. so once I finish this run mm-hmm. and I'm I'm able to actually keep up with what's going on, that will be April 30th. That's when they have to turn things in. So they will probably send me some sort of ultimatum that either I need to pay the six or $700 registration, whatever it is, mm-hmm. or I'm off. Like I just, I, I had to think about it. If, if it was best to withdraw so they could find somebody else or, but, but here's the thing. If they just put someone on the team, which when I spoke to one person at Muncie, try and say, Hey, I will do everything I can to be the best part. And he was saying, well, if you don't think you do, you know, they can find somebody else. Like I didn't say that. I'm saying mm-hmm. I will work hard. And it's like, well, you know, we can find somebody else I'm like punk. Um, yeah. mm-hmm. I, I'd say, because, Hey, if he wants to say something to me at the next event or something like that, let's see how that goes. That'll be a great YouTube video. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm about to go for my 10th degree in Bujinkan, so Ooh, that's mainly so I control temper, not to do things to people. Uh, there's the smack talk. but um, Facebook Live, that sucker. <laughs> oh, that, uh, you probably uh, didn't see anything. You would think, hey, uh, I see on the ground. But, you know, it wouldn't come to that. He, he's a great guy, but I think the competitive nature kicked in in that moment. Right. And the other guy like anytime I email him or ask a question about certain things he did in his routine, he's been fantastic. Just a great guy. And, you know, that's the reason why he wins so many times at zone and global 3d. There mm-hmm. you go. I didn't say a name, but let people <laughs> that out. But uh, Yeah. So it just, I, I don't get it. Like, I mean, how much are you talking total to go? Like, say, if your total expenses, if you had to rough guess them, what would you think they would be? More than I thought about seven. Seven. One of the guys who was a team manager for F3C re- responded to my heli freak message and gave a breakdown of what it cost to get there. Yeah. And it was something for the entire team, something like 13 to 22. Yeah, Jeez. I was reading that this afternoon. Yeah. And, and that was in. 99 or something. Yeah, it was all oh, pushed. wow. But, but also, what was important was to see how much he mentioned the main organization, how much they were kicking in. Now, that has lessened over the years. I get that, but it's not necessary to do that for the entire team. We're talking one person who is not a pro and is just the average guy trying to do the very best that he can. So, uh, you know, like I, I, I'm glad that I got that out in the open because now I can move on because I believe that you're not supposed to harbor those yeah, yeah. buildings. You're supposed to, um, right, treat talk people, about it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, like uh, treat people kind regardless of how they're treating you. And, and that's yeah. my main thing. Like I don't have to answer to, them and my promotion doesn't come from them it comes from a greater power so you know that's that's what i'll focus on and things will work out the way they're supposed to i mean as of right now you said there is something going you said ama has some kind of dollar amount that they're 
not going to help you with that other people have donated to help you? I don't know. You don't they, even know. Okay, that's what I said. Yeah, so I haven't a, really told him, right? I mean, they, they t- yeah, they told me they created an account. and that's, so It could have a dollar in it. I mean, that's... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, honestly, you have no clue. I mean, I have to say, you have no idea. Yeah. And, and the bad thing is, it could have some cash in there, and they still may not tell me. I don't know what's going yeah. on over there. And what's your make no. or break that you need to that you were hoping to raise up to to actually go? I mean, is it a? I thought it would be five, and then once I spoke to that guy, he was saying it was really around seven. Yeah. Um, I did things such as sold the seven six six and some batteries and some other things and that was going to be it i'm playing this show now so i'm i'm hustling to try yeah, to make right. it happen to fund it, right? there's no way that kind of out is going to happen how many, how many days is uh, the competition like how i mean obviously there's a flight to poland there's registration but then like you know are we talking is it a couple of days there or is it a day like what is the what does the competition kind of look like that was a couple of days mm-hmm. i could cover that that would be fine it's about between 12 and 14 days oh wow wow now you see the reason why the price is up there that that's why i mean if it was fly over there then i could do things to make like if they could get me there take care of registration i can cover a hotel or food or Mm -hmm. ride your expenses right Mm -hmm. but as one of the great members on my team said just get me there. And I what do you care What do you think you need in in fund in funds right now to 100% commit you to go? <laughs> uh, These guys, uh, there's a couple guys know where I'm going with this, but I'm just kind of yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I'm ready and willing to go, but uh, as far as funds, it's basically since they haven't told me anything, it's yeah. basically everything. <laughs> well, no, I'm saying if you had an X amount of dollars, like I said, you've already you you're gonna yeah. of course. Fund some of it yourself already. You said you have, you have a number amount. What do you, that you need know. to cover? What do you need to cover to commit? Where you know tomorrow morning you could go? Yeah, probably. Let's see, God. Roughly, and I'm not saying to the penny. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> it. It'll probably be like five thousand. That you need more. Okay. Yeah. Okay. What I want to do first is find out what they have done because, and this is where. Around March or so, I backed off of all of the uh, uh, a lot of publicity for it yeah. because of the different emails that came through. And um, what I'm worried about is because at Birmingham and some other events, I could have said, hey, can you all have a raffle do this? If for some reason, say 2000 was raised, but then they they end up saying, oh, well, you didn't contact us, so we didn't pay for the registration, so you're not going. Well, then I look like a fool. Yeah. yeah, what, yeah. what do I do? How do I give that back to people who donate it? There's no way I would just say, oh, well, that's in my pocket. Morally, yeah, I can't right. do that. So that, oh. that's, that's the reason why things are a little scary, mm-hmm. because even when it was covering the $100 FAI fee, they still said that, hey, you haven't paid for your license. And I then emailed back before leaving town, can't you all use something from the team account? Never heard another word. That was a week ago. 
So yeah. in my opinion, and even though, again, I won't quit in my mind until they come back with the gold and I, in uh, whatever part of the nation I'm in, mm-hmm. um, I have this strong instinct that they have moved on. That's just my gut, and I'm pretty good with instincts. So I'm, I'm sort of in the mindset that they have moved on and they know what route they're going. Hmm. I mean, if they did, I hope they would just, I don't know, just be mad enough to just say, okay, Greg, you know, we're, we're, we're venturing out to other routes, you know, so thank you for your time, but, you know, like, and not beat around the bush because you yeah, are just doing your, what honest. you're trying to do. You're, you know, you're working hard to try to either come up the funds or, I mean, selling your helis and stuff like that, that's stuff like, you know, it's, <clears throat> if you're not going to go, I mean, that's, that's a kick in the balls to me. Like, yeah. I don't want to be selling off shit and then find out that, oh, sorry, we don't want you to go. Like, that's just wrong. It's, and I don't know. So if, yeah. if that's your, if that's their intention, they should just make it clear now before you waste any more time on it because time is money too, right? So exactly. And you know. again, we're talking all the months of, Every day, hours a day, stressing about how to get it to happen. That, that's why when I spoke to Bert, I finally felt um, a release from it. But here's what I think the play is because they believe they are, you know, political or whatever. Probably so it doesn't look bad on them. I'm thinking if the pressure mounts and I drop, it doesn't look, they don't look right. like the bad guy. I can't yeah, they want- yeah, yeah. It's like a company, they want to treat you as bad as possible so that you quit and not yeah. for them to have to fire you and make them look bad. I mean, at that point, I would say, you know, let, let's look at means of getting that $5,000 for you. And, you know, whether it's asking the community, keeping a lock, you know, have books on it, that's fine. So if it doesn't go through, then you can return the funds. But yeah. to to be able to be like, in a week or two weeks, be like, Hey, man, you know, I, I got it. So, you know, you let me know if you don't want me to go, that's fine, but I don't yeah. need any help. I got this, you know? Right. You know, and I was even for the GoFundMe, uh, mm-hmm. th- this is the reason why I've mentioned Bird a few times. He was willing to use his name because again, music filled, I'm known here. Sure. And this, nothing. But he was willing to put his name out there to get the attention. And right. that was remarkable. I actually said, let me try to do this on my own. But I'll always remember that he did that. But when I did the GoFundMe, um, I wasn't saying that. I did edit the post to say it's not those two guys who need it. It's it's pretty much me they're covered um i i hope i didn't get one of the guys in trouble but he mentioned his team manager saw it and was saying hey you know you can't have your name in that so but i I mentioned that later in the post it said to send it to ama not to go fund me so Mm -hmm. i'm hoping i didn't get i'll just say hopefully uh a line did not get upset with their pilot for that because he had nothing to do with that. He only said, you know, that he supported me, whatever I wanted to do, but it was not to raise anything for him. So I'm hoping right. 
the people at the line are not upset with their pilot because he has been extremely helpful and good to me. Mm-hmm. Well, they got to understand that you guys are on a team together. So it's brands kind of step aside versus your team. You yeah. Know, but a little bit. I mean, of course, I mean, they're going to sponsor their, they're going to stand behind their guy, but they're also stand behind the team too. Right. But you know. and that's, that's where Bert thought this was such a great concept that instead of it being, you know, a certain brand is sponsoring the event so much. Yeah. It, it had nothing to do with that. It was a pure event where, uh-huh. you know, this is, this is yeah. about making things better. Yeah. And that, and I didn't think about that way, but that does make it, you know, so much, uh, I don't want to say wholesome, but you know, a lot cleaner where you can uh-huh. say, Hey, this isn't political. This isn't, well, this guy has to win because of, his brand. This is, it, it's it not three matter. guys coming in with the same brand. Yeah. Like exactly. we all three represent different things. Yeah. yeah. But you represent one solidarity of like the USA, you know, and that's yeah. what you're exactly. really pushing it. Right. Right. That's what it should be I mean, all about. We're representing yes. the country. And yes. the guy, the guy who gave you my name, you know who that is. He is, mm-hmm. he's been helpful too. He recommended some things such as reaching out to, government funding like he was thinking outside the box and i tried everything and <laughs> still checking my inbox let's see if any of our channels will work um see what we can figure out because i think i mean you know you seem to you know i mean i don't know you for for really anything obviously you know it's the first time we're really talking on the show and really talking but um you know you seem like a, a really good guy that's trying to do something good here you know and and you know with that in mind like you know we get about a thousand downloads if even you know a, everyone who listens to our show just donates five bucks there you go you have your five grand like it's it's not you know in the community sense it's not a lot to sacrifice yeah um for you to go and represent the team because you seem like you know you're not just like in it for like oh i want to try this because it's cool you know, you want to try this because you want to do this and you want to compete. You want to better yourself. You want to better the, the whole RC Heli uh, community too with it. So, right. you know, um, I, yeah, we need, we need to, yeah. we need to figure out a way to fund this for you to go. Yeah. And I appreciate y'all listening, giving me this outlet and avenue for it. <laughs> I do apologize for those who might think, Hey, he's just a whiny cry baby and I'm tired of hearing him. Hey, if you feel that way, I can't change your opinion. No, I, think it's, but I think it's the average. I say the average RC pilot, not that you're the average, you're above the average, but you know, like no. I said, you're not the big sponsored name that everybody knows. Yeah. You're with all those big guys that are, like I said, you know, jokingly getting on their private jets and going. You know what I mean? They're not, but I'm saying yeah. that's, the, you know what I'm saying? And you're. Mm-hmm. And you're in the little car driving, you know, twenty hours to right. get there. Yeah, yeah. You know you're, I mean? so, you're like one of us, you know. That's the cool say, part. Yeah. Of it. Yeah. yeah. Like Steve said, it is a lot of money, but to the small community, I know me and you know, and these guys have their that's that's not huge money. I mean, to you know, a couple of us could stick our necks out and and we can come pretty mm-hmm. close. I, I I mean, I don't think that's too far off. So Yeah, I guess we just gotta figure out you to like I said, you know, if there's a way we can help, absolutely I think we'll work on something and um I know the yes. RC Heli Hangout crew has come up huge a couple of times when we've asked them. So it, um, you know, it's mm-hmm. something that could could snowball pretty quick, and hopefully we can um we can get you there. Yeah, and I gotta say this is one of the best parts. Anybody who's thinking about 
dropping out of the hobby or getting burned out or things like that, it goes so much deeper. Stay in because this is the sort of thing that is absolutely incredible. And the, the small amount of time that I've been in this, I feel like I'm making a bigger impact than even what I do professionally. I'm, I'm sponsored by uh, some major drum companies also, Pearl, Innovative Percussion, Remo, and they are great to me. But I am not the drummer for uh, Guns N' Roses or for, uh, uh-huh. you know, Justin Timberlake or anything like that. They have much bigger people. Mm-hmm. And But, you know, they're very good to me. But the way that I'm able to actually give input with, with the different companies and then having people like you all saying, hey, we're going to reach out to different avenues and see if we can make this happen. You know, that's that's absolutely incredible. And whether it happens or not, just the fact that that's offered, it's, it's very much appreciated. And I feel like the reason why you have to be good to people is because you will receive that back double. And when you're bad to people, mm-hmm. you receive back double. When you're good to people, you get it back double or tenfold. So karma. You all will see some great karma. Thank you for mm-hmm. saying the word. Yes, good <laughs> Come on, boys. Let's get them out there, all right? Yeah. Anyone have any other questions before we, we move on? I'm good. No, I nope, think I'm, I'm good. Right. All right. What's next for you in the hobby? Let's go with Chris now. Well, I think I pretty much did the, you know, same thing. I've already kind of mentioned it, but I'm going to get next thing for this for me is a little bit of fine tuning on the Mikado 700. Um, mm-hmm. cause I got different blades on them. I'm going to try to change some settings around and play with the head speed a little bit. Um, I got, like I said, I have two Scorpion 200s on the way. Hopefully they'll be here this week so I can get them on for next week. Um, but that's next, like I said, and of course building the 700T. So. Converting everything over to Scorpion, so I'm gonna try out those ESCs. Let yes. everybody know how they are, and then um, build a helicopter. So I gotta. I think I went through all the maintenance on all my helicopters. I'm gonna bring all of them, so I'll have nine helicopters or something there now, something like that. Um, Jeez. Can everybody you, says, uh, "Let me let me fly some of them. I want to fly uh, the I Black got Nitro. No, nope. I want to fly the Gasser. Nope. Oh. I mean, you can fly whatever. No, you can fly whatever you want, but the one you're gonna want to fly." Is the 570 three blade head nitro? Yes. If you Even like nitro, I three blade head, but I want to try the flies, nitro 570. I want to see the, that. Act, the three blade head they actually, uh, I think, is better. They like it better because there's less vibrations. So it's that with that OS 91 motor, with they have a lot of not issues, but problems with the vibration because it's such a small airframe with such a big motor. So they're. Th- I mean, I've had no problems. Mine flies. You'll love that thing, man. It's really cool. <laughs> it's, it's definitely an experience. It's like a 700 speed with a 500 size helicopter <laughs> and smoke. So it's it's got everything yes. in one. It's cool. Awesome. All right. Uh, let's see, Fred. You got yeah, as I mentioned, uh, Sep is out, but I I I need to get out in the shop and clean it up. It's uh it's gotten to be the uh, the catch all. Mm-hmm. And so uh, I need to get in there and start building some stuff. I got some uh, flight test planes I want to put together. Nice. What's what's uh, next on the flight test agenda? Like, what planes are you building? I've got the uh, Guinea that okay. I'm just itching to put together, and mm-hmm. uh, I want to try using some of the uh, Gorilla Glue techniques instead of the hot glue because you know, well, Florida, Florida, right? Humidity, heat. Yep. Cool. Nice. Uh, Kevin, go flying. 
Yeah. That's all I want to do. That's all I, I have on my yeah. agenda. Let's go fly. Well, and I'm probably going to have a drink or two. Alone. Alone. With, with, with my With my dog on the dog couch. And cat. And cat. <laughs> and, I will wa- and I'm so content to watch anything new that came out with my uh, new little web scraping thing that I have. And if there's, <laughs> if there's nothing, if I come across nothing that piques my interest, I'm happy as hell to watch Iron Man 2 for like the 1100th time. <laughs> nice. That's it. All right. Cool. What are you going to be up to? So I have a Goblin 420 to rebuild. It's not mine. Oh, I was going to say. But, uh, helicopter? <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, you know, one of our friends put it in and uh, it's, I don't know, just like a whole weird thing that this helicopter is now going to be fixed by, it's going to be like, the parts going to be paid by someone else and it's going to be kind of a communal heli. So I'm just like, I don't know, whatever. I'll, I'll I'll throw in whatever parts I have. I'm gonna get a parts list going, just a bare minimum. I'll I'll get the I'll talk to you, Chris, about that. Oh yeah, I'll get it. And then try to get that as soon as possible so we can have that ready for Fredericksburg. Let's see. I'm hoping, I'm really hoping that the N seven comes sometime this week so I have like that that, you know, five days, maybe, you know, a week to to get it set up. I can build a heli usually in about two days. But being a nitro, like I want to be able to get it and then, you know, if possible, try to get out to a field and or even in my backyard, just breaking the engine hovering or something. I don't know. But oh, um, get that going. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. I'm supposed to I need to go pick up this Piper J3 Cub ARF kit and the escapade from one of my friends, Mike. Uh, getting an awesome deal for it. He doesn't fly planes, but he has them. I'm still new in the box and touch him at all because he's just hellies. So uh, I offered him a number and he said, sure, I'll take it. Um, so yeah, I'm gonna have two new planes that Damn, I'm gonna figure dude. out what I'm gonna do with the, yeah. The cub, I've been wanting a cub for the longest time. You know, I, I bought that kit and the kit's in there because the instructions are all wrong and all this shit. But this one will definitely be, uh, um, built first before the escapade because the escapade's more like the, um, you know, pattern plane type, like it's kind of like the revolver. So I already have that kind of going. Nice. Uh, let's see. And of course, got to continue working on the garage, get my, you know, build space, get my work area, workspace set up. So I'm going to just chug away at that too. Cool. All right. I'll be ready for a wrap up. Yeah. Let's wrap it up. Wrap up. I got one thing real quick. I forgot to mention. Oh, I you guys Fred. Have- Oh, Super. Fred's gonna hate you. Yeah, yep, here uh, we go. I figured I would do it. <laughs> Real We're quick, so if you guys, have, I don't know if you've seen Jamie Paulson on um on on um Facebook. Uh-huh. He's got the first blackout blackout G seven zero Z kit. Um, yes, it's gonna be the first kind of gasser only kit out in a long time, right? I'm not. I don't know if I can name one, but um. Anyway, you guys get ready to um check this out. He's gonna build it, put it together pretty quick. It'd be cool to have a hundred percent gasser kit that's designed for a gasser. So, all you gasser guys well, out there, is, get is excited. It a, is it a hundred percent gasser or is it a conversion? I thought it was a conversion no. kit. Mm, I'm pretty sure I'm gonna. I'll yeah, I'll PM it now. But I'm about ninety nine point nine percent sure it's a hundred percent gasser kit designed for just a gasser. Because I'm ninety nine percent sure that it's an Align seven hundred N conversion to gasser. Really? Yeah. But double check. I mean, yeah, yeah. I will. I'm gonna double check. Like I said, maybe I'm getting confused then. But we'll. Uh, uh-huh. Go check out the, the last gasser kit was basically a uh, miniature aircraft, right? The whiplash. The whiplash. Yeah. Whiplash. Maybe that's 
All right, maybe that's what I'm getting confused with. All right, that'll be next week's news. And what's it called? <laughs> there, uh, there is a new Whiplash gasser coming too. That's what I got confused with. Um, Whiplash. Yeah, it's 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 100% gasser. That's what it was. I'm sorry, guys. All right, go check out the blackout. It's a conversion. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all right, and no, it does look cool though. It does look really cool. It, so I, I really thought it was. That's um, but yeah. All right, so Whiplash is. Uh, I was talking to a gentleman the other day about it. The U.S. Um, distributor for it. He's got one coming here in the next couple of days, I believe, and it's 100% Whiplash designed. Nice. If you know those guys, they put out really, really nice stuff. So yes, mm-hmm. cool. cool to see a new new gasser frame. So that's it. Awesome. Sorry, Fred. It's okay. Sorry, Fred. Oh, that that didn't mute. I'm sorry. <laughs> All right. So yep. Yeah, let's uh, let's do the wrap up. Okay, so Facebook likes. We are at 609 likes. That's plus eight this week, and we have five names. Thank you, Facebook. Yes. <laughs> All right, we got Craig Hawkins, Jason Bash, Rob Negri. My Rob favorite Negri. Negri. Uh, and did I trip you up with that? <laughs> Come no. on, dude. We gotta be fast. Um, MD VJ. And then we had this one name. But JJ. I knew that was coming. <laughs> I knew it was coming. There we oh, went. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. It is late. It's it's way past Kevin's bedtime. Way past. Yeah. And then this one was all Chinese characters or, you know, Asian characters. I don't know. But uh, thank you, Google Translator. It is low Zhouin. Zhouin. Awesome. Okay. There we go. All right. Facebook comments. What do we got? Uh, my buddy, Aaron Blake, who a- I sent. Aaron Balaki. Aaron. Aaron Balaki. Yeah. He just uh, PM'd me and he said, funny story. I just came home from work, greeted by the family, and then the wife quickly <sighs> walked to the pile of mail. She comes to me with an envelope and says, in a very curious way, what is this? I can't figure out who it is from or what it is. She was dying to know. So he said, I see your name on it, and I start laughing. And I'm like, I don't know what it is, but it's from a cool dude on the Free Fall RC podcast. And he said her mystery was solved when she opened and she saw that uh, there was some stickers inside. <laughs> nice. Uh, so right. awesome. Drive Aaron's wife crazy. We're all going to send them packages. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I, start, so I started a crude mailing list with the with the guys that have sent me their address for stickers, so. Um, I got a couple more to send out if you want to send them out for me. <laughs> yeah, no, I'll send them out. I, I, uh, I got to a certain point where I, uh, I, you know, I, I got a, a certain amount on that list and I sent them out and I have to, you know, compile a list a little more and then send the rest of them out. Okay. Yeah. Let me know. I don't mind, um, taking the stickers I have. I, I handed out a bunch at the event. Cool. Um, but if you want to handle the mail at once, that's cool. And let me know if there's any shipping costs you want me to. Get your book of stamps or something. Let me know. I got some RC Heli Hangout stickers you can add to that if you want to drive down and pick them up. <laughs> well, give them to me. Give me a whole, just make sure we have a whole bunch ready for uh, yeah. we meet up in Virginia, and then that way yep. we can send those out too later on. Yeah. Yep. Perfect. A book of stamps. Okay. A book of stamps. Yeah. You can get me that. Forever. Um, forever stamps. Forever stamps. They're not forever. I use them one time and they're gone. <laughs> what are they talking about? <laughs> All right. Uh, what do we got? West website comments. 
uh, I didn't see anything on the website. I was looking through our emails. Um, I did hear from a guy named Greg, and uh, I responded to him. Oh, it's not Greg Jackson, was it? <laughs> Greg Aldrich. Oh, okay. <laughs> he said, hey, you guys are begging for feedback, so here it is. Oh, boy. What is it? He only started listening to a couple. Of, he says, I've only started listening to a couple episodes so far. I like what you're doing. I've been listening to Bert and Bobby's podcast since they started and love it too. I also am enjoying the RC Heli Hooligans. He couldn't stand RCHN. Uh, he, he went wow, into really? some detail what? on why, but, uh, yeah, he okay. didn't, didn't really like him. Uh, you know, sometimes, you know, the uh, guys just don't like for some reasons. And, uh, did he yeah. know everything about everything? Cause that's where I learned everything. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah I think I, enough, I I have to say, you know, if it wasn't for those guys, we probably wouldn't be doing a podcast. Um, oh, but yeah. you know what? I didn't like Seinfeld when that first came out in the nineties. I, it took me at least 12 years to start watching that in reruns before I actually liked it. So you never know. I still don't like Seinfeld. Strange. You don't like Seinfeld? No. Well, it's off the air. So I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't like friends either. No well, friends. I, I can't to, stand. I never got into those shows back in those days. All right. And he said he wants some stickers. So he, he sent me his, uh, his address so thanks greg nice thanks okay right. uh let's see what do we have Podbean. jimmy 77611 started following us and craig Mills started following us mike welch likes liked episode 71 pretty much didn't plan shit <laughs> i like that that episode name went through there was no problems it didn't like filter it or censor it or anything it's great uh, <clears throat> I still yeah. wasn't a fan of the title, only because I don't know. Because I don't it was know. true. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, not that. Just we, we can do that every week. <laughs> uh, so that's it for Podbean. It was it was too uh, it was too liberal for his conservative ass. <laughs> it was too I don't know. As Despot would say, in your face. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, so that's it. Oh, let me check iTunes. I didn't check iTunes. Yeah, iTunes reviews. I didn't oh. check iTunes. I just told you. Uh, I see nothing new on iTunes. All right. All right. <laughs> Drop us an iTunes review and we'll read the review on the next episode. Email us at freefallrc at gmail.com. Uh, like us on Facebook, facebook.com, free4rc podcast. Don't forget to check out our webpage, free4rcpodcast.com. Say hi to Chris. Hi, Chris. Hi, Chris. Hi, Chris. Robert. Guys, you're slacking. <laughs> 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 All right. Uh, check us out on flight test forums, off the field, audio video production, other than flight test podcast, and then free4rc podcast sitting next to the uh, flight test community cast. Hey, Patrol Mike. Guys are way too late. (laughs) RC uh, (laughs) Heli Hangouts Forum. Uh, RCHeliHangouts.com. We are under the main RC Heli Hangout section, then uh, Podcast Corner, and you'll see Free for RC Podcast sitting next to the RC Heli Hooligans guys. (laughs) No no one's going to say it? Say hi to Walt and Ed. Hey, Walt and Ed. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> All right. No, I, I, nobody I don't, nobody I said don't. hi to Chris and Frank. I, I was gonna say hi to. I was gonna say hi to Frank. 
But don't, no, don't. We've gone through it an entire episode. You haven't said the M word. I know. pretty good. We made it through it. All right, so Greg, if someone wants to get in touch with you, wants to, you know, give you a boatload of money um, so you could go do this F3N, how would they do that? Does this include the mafia also? Hey, hey, you know. (laughs) I do know guys in Bayonne. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I don't know. We, we, you know, we don't we don't care where it co- now. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I told you I'm opening with the Godfather, so there you go. Um, <laughs> yeah, um, find me on Facebook, just regular Greg Jackson, I believe. Um, do Google search; it's pretty much a heli specific site. Then my um, YouTube channel, which I'm trying to find the actual name for it. I've got a couple. There's one that is um, percussion specific and then one that is pretty much RC related. Think if you just do Greg Jackson and maybe F3N, you should find me. I'm not the UFC trainer, Greg (laughs) Jackson. (laughs) And then my personal website, which is music related, but you can... uh, snoop around and stalk me if you want that is inner3.com that's i-n-n-e-r-3 dot com nice awesome great all right well i want to i want to thank you for taking the time to come on our show and share your experience here yeah great. Uh, thanks so much yeah appreciate it i really appreciate it thank you all for giving me some time and letting me talk for way too long and just being fantastic, great guys. And, you know, anytime you all want to hit me up, email or messenger or something like that, mm-hmm. feel free. I am easily accessible. And yeah, we'll, we'll talk to um, you again. Except Fred. He's got to fly a helicopter first. He does. He flies a 300 CFX, a blade. Oh. There we go. That's some, yeah. And he's been—he's probably been flying helis longer than all of us, right, Fred? Hey. Well, when did you first fly a heli? Uh, I don't know, early two thousands. Yeah, yeah. I definitely wasn't flying helis then. Nah, no. yeah. He, so. He's gonna show up in Muncie and beat me. <laughs> Watch. Watch, it will happen. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, but thank you again, guys. I appreciate it. Yeah, yeah, and I will definitely have you back on the show once you uh, kill it out there in Poland. Yeah, sounds great. Definitely. <laughs> yeah, best of luck. <laughs> Thank you very much. I appreciate it. All right, cool. Thank you. Thanks, guys. Take care. Take care, Take care Greg. Right Thanks again, right. Greg. We'll talk. Thank you. Bye. Wow, dude. What an amazing story. Yeah. So just want to thank Greg again for coming on the show. It's uh. You know, it's really good to get that like kind of inside scoop on this whole stuff because you know, really, I'm I, you know, me being, you know, just a 3D pilot, just having fun on the weekends. You know, we don't really hear about this stuff, so it's great to hear. Yeah, and I think if more people knew about it, they'd follow it and be interested yes. in it. You know? Yeah, for sure. USA mm-hmm. has a team. A little, a yeah. little American pride in the the team. Oh yeah, go USA! All right. Uh, so thanks Greg thanks all our listeners we are Skies and we'll see you next time see See ya see you guys bye bye fall peace out see you fall